It is happening. Everyone is everything. Episode 38. Today, I, I, I'm really not going to waste any time. This is my conversation with Adam Johnsy of Vola, prog metal band Vola. I would argue that they kind of transcend just metal. So if you hear me say metal band and you think, I don't think this is for me, I would suggest still checking them out. You know, in particular, their last album, Witness. I'd say if you're uh, not a metalhead, Witness, Applause of a Distant Crowd are both heavy, but also super melodic and just beautiful. Just a beautiful band and a beautiful conversation. Honestly, I've said it before and I'm going to say it now because it's true. These kind of conversations are the reason that I started this podcast this is awesome. Adam was awesome. The band is awesome. I'm going to go learn some synonyms for the word awesome. And you can enjoy Adam Johnsy of Vola. All right, here we go. So now we just see what happens. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, so I, here's how we're going to start. Here's how I feel is is the way I have to start is yeah. uh, your band Vola, which we'll talk about, and uh, is I just saw for the first time live, and I mentioned oh, this yeah. to you. I mentioned yes. this to you when I when I invited you. I just I've been going to Prague Power, the Prague Power USA Festival, mm. since 2005. So I've okay. seen. So many, yeah, I've seen so many great bands, right? Yeah. And every year, at least one band I think steals the show, right? Mm -hmm. And so you might think you see where this compliment is going, but hold on a second. <laughs> All right. So, and then I feel like every every once in a while, there's a band that is is one of those where it's like, oh, this is something i only see every handful of years like a special mm. set that feels so powerful that i'm like this is not even a yearly thing this is every few years thing i feel like mm. vola was one of those sets where you just like filled the whole space like you, oh, you nice. just kind of took the whole thing over and so <laughs> uh thank you for doing that thank you for being here thank you for uh, having me and for the nice compliment that's mm -hmm. uh that's very cool it I was like to... uh, really, yeah. Sorry. No, I just I'm sweetening the pot so I can get you yeah. all <laughs> warmed up. It was a really nice, uh, nice moment at Prog Power, actually. The both the hanging out and the playing, um, just a nice, nice vibe overall. Right. I mean, I think people at the in America, but especially when you condense them into a little festival like that, they're hungry for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I go to that festival yearly because I don't get to see that type of band outside mm. of the festival. So it's just, it's definitely a, a vibe, like you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, uh, another thing is that I, I realized when I reached out to you, I was like, okay, I've, I reached out to you when I was writing for Damnation Magazine, when we were doing mm. our like top albums of the decade thing. Right. Yeah, that's and, right. And it's... and you right. And you gave us some answers. And I, I revisited it and I was like, I forget mm. what Adam said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. And now this yeah. is 
it's a, it's a weird first question, but you had mm -hmm. corn on, you had corn on your list. Yes. Right. You had corn <laughs> on your list. Now, oh, yeah. can we just talk about corn for a second? Yes. We, okay. So them. yeah, where, okay. Cause I feel like nowadays I hear more frog and bands that probably got even even if they didn't know influenced by corn then i do mm -hmm. hear like the dream theater prog bands you know what i mean yeah. so yeah. where do you where's the corn love how how is it like a in, was that an early band for you yeah i mean that was like right after uh metallica like mm -hmm. before i even played drums maybe when i was 10 or something right um but that was very very early on and there was there was Slipknot, there was Linkin mm. Park. I was um, going to, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask how far you go into the new metal thing. I went pretty deep. I went pretty deep. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm also into Cold Chamber, Mushroom Head. Oh, like, uh, I love it. I love it. Old tip stuff like that. So it's, right. it's, uh, it's not just on the surface, you know? <laughs> right. I, I, um, I'm wondering how many Prague fans are turning this off once they heard the word yeah. Cold Chamber. <laughs> nope. Exactly. Um, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's 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 um like I, for me at least part of the the prog genre it's being open and involving influences that are a bit, you know, out of nowhere or that that arrive as a surprise and and when it's only what you expect, like we're a prog band and we listen to, to Dream Theater and Porcupine Tree, it's like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. expected. But what's mm -hmm. the unexpected stuff in there? Right. That's what I want to, you know, get to. And and when it comes to um, a lot of new metal, um, corn and and uh, all the stuff we mentioned, there's there's some aspects of it that you just don't really get in the same way from um yeah the typically proggy stuff right um like we we all talk a lot about sugar and yeah porcupine tree and, and everything but so so that's i feel like there, there is enough i i don't want to you know pile on to that right like we all know that's awesome we all know where those influences come from and we all pay our respects to that right but I mean, you know, there's so much stuff where you can you can like trace back those, uh, you know, those heavy guitars and those weird guitar sounds that right. a lot of, uh, you know, deathcore and and uh, all all kinds of heavy metal or or heavier metal genres mm -hmm. today, whether it's Iliata, Humanity's Last Breath, or even some death metal, black metal stuff. You can right. trace it back to like early corn stuff and mm -hmm. hear how how that can like have have evolved. Right. I mean, so it's just I, a yeah. It's I I I love that you're saying this because I hear it all over the place. Like yeah. new metal gets crapped on, but then it's like saturated the whole heavy metal scene, yes. whether you like recognize it or not. And I'm just like, man, I hear. And it's funny when I when we were watching. You, me and my friend were watching you guys and we're just fully immersed and there's like moments where i'm like this could have been on ozfest like 
2000. <laughs> like, cause it's got the groove. It's just like, mm. it's a little bit more emotionally mature maybe, mm. but so it's like the natural evolution, but mm. it's got the groove. It's got like mm. similar like tones in the guitars. And I'm just like, okay, yeah. like it makes sense that I love this. I've grown up a little bit yeah. and music has kind of grown up a little bit, but it's, mm. there's a lot of it where I'm just like, what is this? Like a, you're opening for spine shank or something it's like yeah. something <laughs> like it's i it was yeah. so but i love it and i see it everywhere so hearing you say that i'm like okay mm. cool i'm not alone mm. in this like this natural evolution from that era yeah, yeah. it's it's uh it's it's funny with this relationship that some people have with 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 the new metal genre is that a lot of people will will mention how you know the what they feel are the negative sides of it what they don't mm -hmm. like about it and then one day one of those songs that we all heard like uh, mm -hmm. a lot growing up comes right. on and they're like yeah that's a good riff you know dude the riffs <laughs> the grooves and you know what i would i would argue especially corn find a corn mm -hmm. album that's not pushing the boundaries you know what i mean exactly. that's not trying something different like I listened to issues exactly. a couple years ago for the first time in a yeah. long time. And I was like, is this, a, this is more proggy than most of the prog bands. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Like I talk a lot about, you know, saxophone and progressive metal, which is kind of a thing now, mm -hmm. but like, you know, 20 plus years ago, metal and bagpipes, like right. we're, uh, and not in a, not in a, not in a given way, you know, right. it's not like, uh, it's not the folk metal thing. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. put into nursery rhymes and scatting and yeah. just vocal like everything. <laughs> like they did whatever they wanted. So to your point, yeah. like that's what Prague is. Like anything yes. you want. Do it how exactly. you want. Mix it how you want. Like and yeah. I love I love that a lot of bands, you know, right at first, like and we can use mm. Vola as a perfect example, because I hear Vola and I'm just like I've never heard anything like this. And then the more I listen, I'm like, wait, I hear this and I hear this and yeah. I hear this. And then it's like, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, you have to talk with some, you know, you talk to somebody about a band like you guys. And it's mm. like, I have to go, it takes us 30 minutes to try to explain mm. what the sound is. And, you know, yeah. you can dig through it and you it's it's kind of fun to, you know, mm. it's like digging through this, like a grab bag of like, oh, and then there's this, and then there's this yes. element. And yeah. that's what makes Prague good, I think. And mm. it's I just love hearing these these influences um, yeah. <laughs> that you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's also like drumming wise. A lot of people kind of wonder where where some of my weird drum influences come from. But like as soon as you dial in on the 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 right thing, it becomes pretty pretty obvious. And new metal is a big part of that. That's why it's like more and more groove oriented and less like, you know, technical right. madness. Mm -hmm. So if we just kind of open to, to look at, at unexpected places, we'll see that there's a, you know, there's, there's that connection there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree. I love it. And it, it's also even within the bands of that era, none mm -hmm. of them really sounded the same. Yeah. Like if you go, if you say, all right, I went to a show that was Static X and Corn and, mm. you know, Coal Chamber and System yeah. of a Down and Limp Bizkit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, <laughs> those don't sound like they're the same genre. Yeah. And it's similar for, you know, Prague now, because you could play with mm. Dream Theater or you could play yeah. with 
you know, even bands that are fringe, like like mm. a like a Catatonia band that I think you mm. guys didn't you play for someone. I think at some point I read in your yeah. biography there was a tour or yes. something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's like it's similar in that sense, Prague and new metal. People are gonna be so mad mm. at me that I'm relating Prague and new metal. <laughs> but in the fact that like their bands within this this bubble don't sound even remotely like they should yeah. be in the same genre. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, in both new metal and prog, they have these these similarities that are kind of similarities in the in the process more than in the mm. sound itself. Okay. So that's yeah. why you can have like you know so much prog that sounds very different from each other, but it's still under the same umbrella because of the kind of the yeah the process behind it and the community behind it. And right. it's a bit similar with with new metal. Like there's some some things that are tying it together, but you can have bands that sound completely different without breaking the barriers of the genre. Right. It's interesting, and I like that you said the community of it too, because I think that has a big part of it. Because you look at a lot yeah. of metal, depending on the genre, and mm. if you if you break out even slightly. Yeah. Oh, these guys, they sold out, they suck, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny within Prague, and you could argue within new metal as well. And I'm mm. sure there's other genres, but since we're focused on those, like mm. there a band can release a, an album that's just not even metal by any yeah. <laughs> any stretch. Like a band like yeah. Pain of Salvation puts out an album yeah. and there's no distorted guitars. Mm. And we're just all all the prog metal guys are like, Yeah, it still counts. Yeah. It exactly. still counts. Yeah. They can do whatever <laughs> they want. Yep, that's right. And corn yeah. can do the same thing. Yes. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. the community is, and that's interesting because, you know, I mean, you're so immersed in, and I, as am I from a fan point of mm. view, but do you find that that the Prague community or the community that you've kind of connected with through Vola um, has generally like an open mind to what you guys do? Uh, yes and no. Ooh, it, okay. it really varies. Like yeah. sometimes you 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 have you have this kind of open 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 openness to it, hmm. where, like you say, it doesn't matter what we do, it's still accepted. And then of course there is the, the personal opinion, like I like it or I don't like it, but hmm. it's still you know, like yeah, that's that's what what Vola is doing, not my cup. Mm -hmm. That what's that's what Vola is doing. I love it, or you hmm. know whatever. But then there's also some some um, some people who are more strict when it comes right. to that, and they really want like if it doesn't fit within the box, then it's it's not acceptable to them, and that's that's fair enough. Also, like mm -hmm. I, I don't mind that, but it's it's just such different approaches to to kind of bands changing and evolving. Um, but there is this, there is this like joke online or between bands where if you do the same that you did the last album, people are going to say it's the same. Mm -hmm. If you do something different, people are going to say it's too different. Right. Um, so there's, yeah. Right. There's always going to be some people that vibe with it and some people that don't. Well, and I get that too, because even as I was saying how open the community is to to bands, let it, you know, doing whatever they want, I did think, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of times we we become very attached 
to a band yeah. and a sound. And it's like a relationship, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden you change on me. Like I yeah, thought we exactly. were, I thought we were happy. <laughs> like we were getting along fine. And now you, yeah. now you're using all the electronic stuff. I thought we were yeah. riffing here or whatever it is. And yeah. it's, I, I picture that. And then sometimes it mm. takes a while. I will, I will say that yeah. I'll say like, even, mm. even each Vola record, because I yeah. think I, I found out about the band, um, soon after the, the first ma- release on mm. mascot, the, and I, I remember, yeah uh each one i think each one i've had to sit with and be like either i mean sometimes something would strike right away and sometimes they'd be like mm. all right i gotta spend a little yeah. time and this goes for all my favorites pain to salvation i referenced yeah. they're another band that i have to sit yeah. with and then be yeah. like okay yeah and then it like mm. sinks in you know yes but i i yeah. get it because you know if it it feels like a relationship and it feels like you changed exactly. on me and yeah. i could see exactly. why somebody might be like personally yeah defensive yeah totally i totally get it and i'm 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 the same like mm-hmm. some stuff where it's like just way too changed for me mm-hmm. then i feel like all right that's that's a turn i did not want right. <laughs> but right. i mean it happens and sometimes years later i'm like damn that's the good stuff mm-hmm. so you never know it's like in, at the end of the day i like that people are passionate about it and react strongly rather than just kind of swallowing everything and being like yeah it's another album you know not having a strong reaction or opinion right yeah i i you know as you say it and we can talk about many different bands but yeah you guys are definitely one that hasn't put out just another album which i think it speaks (laughs) to speaks to at least the the level of creativity and and you know intention i think you're putting into the records to be genuine mm. you know and mix in yeah. whatever you guys are feeling at the time it's mm. that's how it feels to me you know it feels like an authentic yeah. release but those are the ones you're right that are going to get some you know if <laughs> i would love to see if motorhead would have like put their mm. a new feeling in i think people would have you know yeah. i mean they they change little by little but not majorly mm. they're like a slayer a motorhead yeah. these bands that are like foundational sounding exactly. bands um, yeah. And we love them for it, but yes. at the same yeah. time, yeah, there it, it is nice, at least for me, you know, as a person. And, you know, I could relate this to, you know, how I live my life where I, mm. I want I want to try to, like, grow and change. And I want to look yeah. at things and feel mm. things and as hard as it is sometimes, you know, so mm. sometimes when I, I see that reflected in music or like other yeah. individuals who are, yeah. oh, wait, these guys are doing like they're moving. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to at yeah. least follow along that's right that's right and i think where music becomes very interesting is where it reflects that kind of personal journey somehow when you know i I, for example i take the the last album of david bow as an example often when i talk about this where it's it's a reflection of his state of mind of of his kind of you know, journey in life at that moment, at that point in time when he was, when he was dying, he was at the end. And it, it's, it's, it's own thing. It's, di- it's detached from this thing of, yeah, it's the you know, third album. It's the fifth album. It's, it has a single that features someone or whatever, like all the technical stuff it's put to the side 
that's his kind of mark and he shares that mark with us his his slice of the end of his life you know mm-hmm. um and i like when you can pass through a band's discography and and it takes you on that journey right. where it is their you know their uh, their path that they share with you in whatever way they want to do it whether it's the their their path of tragedy mm-hmm. or of of dark thoughts or of happiness or whatever it can be depending on the band and what they want to express and so on i think that's that's really where like the magic of music comes into play right well it's interesting too because oftentimes as listeners we i mean you have a band name you don't I, we don't call you by your individual human yeah. name so like <laughs> you know we say motorhead i'm not thinking about lemmy mm. and nikki d as, as individuals mm. but yeah. what when you say all this and i'm thinking about bands that i've connected with and mm. i'm thinking of the individuals in the band and so yeah. really when i connect with a band i'm connecting with another human and more than yeah. likely i'm seeing something that i understand as true for me mm. in you you know what i mean yeah. and now we're like connecting even though it's through this art form that maybe we may never see each other face to face like that's a real connection and i think mm. human beings are naturally predisposed to look for that we want to connect yeah. we want to feel seen we want to feel like mirrored and be like oh yeah you have it yeah. you know that's why bands become so important to us i know mm. um and it sometimes it lines up like you know sometimes mm. there'll be a, f- a number of albums where i'm like are you guys writing about how i mm. feel exact there's a band yeah uh, are you familiar <laughs> with uh anathema yes okay yeah. they were they were a band for me that was like that where it's like each album mm. i was like well this is getting weird i feel like yeah. <laughs> there's like three <laughs> albums but all it was was these individuals were feeling something that i felt yeah. and yeah, exactly. that level it's it's really interesting to kind of hear you talk about it like that because i've felt it and now i'm picturing it mm. differently like oh these are people that are having an, a human experience mm. that's like mine and now yeah they're expressing it in this way that now kind of unlocks it in me. It's like you guys are giving us like a little key to these Mm. emotions. Yes. It's, it's very well said. I I often think of uh, music is like the transfer of emotions. Mm. Um, Cause it's, that's, it's basically a, a language where you, yeah, where you spread them emotions you can you can make people feel what you want them to feel right in a way uh that's also why in 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 movies or or video games or you know you you can have if you change the music you can have a completely different feeling when you watch that movie uh there's like there's some uh, uh some funny videos on youtube where people have kind of removed the laugh laugh track from friends oh, right yeah um now life tracks it's not music but it's it's kind of in the same sphere of of, of sound sound mm-hmm. sound design um now if you would take a horror movie and you 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 just remove the scary soundtrack and you put a very happy soundtrack or a very sad soundtrack you will have a completely different experience right different emotions will be will be transmitted. Uh, 
so you're saying that it's like a it's like a key mm -hmm. uh, i think that's that's very yeah very well put yeah it's it's interesting too because as as you're talking about movies and stuff we at my work um because it's uh been right around halloween when yeah. recently and uh I've been playing a lot of Halloween theme music. I, I run music. I just ah. play music at work, right? For the nice. for the office. <laughs> and I'll put fun songs on, but occasionally I'll throw in like just a horror theme song. Mm. And the effect that it has on people is wild. Like yeah. people every every, you know, because and they'll they'll call it out. They'll be like, I don't, I don't like this song. And I'll hear like mm. a high pitched shrill sound or like a yeah. a heartbeat feeling that's like that yeah. like quickens and then yes. just dissonance and they won't they won't point it out like i don't like that they'll be like mm. i don't i don't i don't like this song and i'm like they yeah. didn't they wanted you to feel this like the person <laughs> who wrote this wanted exactly. you to feel this so yeah. and you know when we can use these as tools mm. it becomes i think even more of an effective tool when it's mm. coming from a genuine place of the artist yes like when, when you're being true about your emotions mm. then they can really unlock yeah, you could make me freak out mm. with a heartbeat and a shrill dissonant mm. sound, but you could also give me access to like myself in a way that yes. maybe I didn't know I had. Yeah, exactly. Totally, totally. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a, this thing where we we underestimate how differently we can see things and think about things depending on our emotional state. But it's pretty. It's mm. like if we think about it, it's pretty obvious. Sometimes you're like. You're having, you're really annoyed, or maybe you're having a bad day. You're, you're angry, and someone just like pushes, pushes a little button, and you have this strong reaction to it. Then afterwards, when, when you've kind of calmed down from the, from all the irritation that has been building up, you realize that you reacted a bit strongly. Like, what? Why did I? Right. Why did I freak out when it was just this small thing? Mm -hmm. Well, you had, you was, you were looking at, at the world through the lens of your emotional state, what you right. just had. And, right. through, and, and since music can like change that, it can give you different lenses to view the world and your circumstances with. Right. And I think that's why music is so, so useful, not only in entertainment, even though entertainment is a big, big and important part, but, you know, also in, in all kinds of good and bad situations, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's, it's warfare or it's um, work or it's, um, you know, a different types of, of adventures in the world, um, what, whatever it could be that is, that is on the, not on the, in the world of entertainment it's 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 so um it can do so much to our yeah perception right uh, it, what's really interesting is we talked about movies and how they pick soundtracks on purpose yeah. and then you just saying that makes me think okay so the music that i'm choosing and we could we could say this for any anything we're absorbing but we'll stay with mm -hmm. music um, the music that I'm choosing through my day is my personal soundtrack and not just as in like, oh, it's my soundtrack. It's songs I like, but it's also yeah. affecting how I see the world, how I feel yes. and all these yeah. things. So it's like, man, 
you better be mm. choosing the soundtrack that yes. <laughs> you know you better be careful with that what you pick yeah <laughs> that's right uh it's it's you you can kind of that's that's another power of it that you can kind of you know guide that mm -hmm. so if i mean this is a very usual thing when when people have some you know maybe some some anger issues lately and they they feel like all right today was rough i'm i'm on the edge well listen to something that'll soothe you or calm right. you down right can make that choice or listen to something that will make you even more angry then you kind of yeah freak out more or going to the gym you want mm -hmm. to have something that really kind of pumps you up mm -hmm. well you choose your soundtrack for that businesses do this cafes and gyms and restaurants and uh, whatever it can be they they choose the music depending on the the reaction they want from the employees or the customers or whoever it may be um so the fact that we can choose that as well especially today with, with spotify and youtube it's it's a uh, kind of a yeah not not a superpower but kind of <laughs> right well it it is i mean it in a way it, it's it gives us more choice to have yeah. more agency over our lives and whatnot yeah. and I, what i really like about it is similar genre or like the same band can be used for different things like even yeah. when you said if you're angry and you know sometimes mm. angry music gives you an outlet for that like a yes. safe outlet you know exactly. or you know if you feel i'll i'll because a lot of people you would think okay if we're having this conversation mm. we're we're two guys that listen to you know at least have some heavy metal in our in yeah. our world they'd be like well mm. then why are you driving around listening to that because now you're going to be <laughs> but to that point for instance for me um pantera let's use pantera mm. let's use like a the, yeah. the prototype like heavy metal <laughs> you know thing yeah. but to me it's very empowering it's very strong yeah. so let's say i'm at the gym or i'm frustrated and i just are feeling my self-esteem is a little low today mm -hmm. like sometimes something powerful and you know that could go for power metal too or or like a very yeah. powerful mm -hmm. prog band there's a lot of power mm -hmm. and empowerment i think in mm -hmm. in metal and but point being is that you could use these tools in many ways. You have this yes. big toolbox, which is your catalog of music, and you get exactly. to use it yeah. in any way you want. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, it's funny that because it's so it can be so different from people to people. What exactly this thing that you say, where you would expect that? Well, why do you listen to angry music when you're angry? It's going to make you more angry. But mm -hmm. for a lot of people, it's the opposite. Um, mm -hmm. Or like you say, it gives them this outlet, um, and a lot of it can also be what what kind of personal connection they have with music. I have some right. songs that I really resonate with when I listen to them in summer, mm. because it kind of brings out that that relationship that I have with the song in relation to what I've lived listening to that song mm. in various summers. Other songs with winter and 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 so on right and it has nothing to do with the theme of the song or the sound of the song or whatever it's just like this personal connection i happened to listen to that song during those few summers and you know that's what yeah. it turned out to be so it's it's also a um a kind of anchor in your in your memory so you can you can revisit stuff the same way you know different sounds and smells and tastes can 
can bring you back to your childhood. Um, mm. Songs can become like an anchor to specific moments that you can travel back to by listening to those. Wow. I mean, there's good examples of that, I think. And I, I think most people have heard examples of people in nursing homes that are, are yes. you know, almost, you know, completely void of the their, you know, just general functionality but then you'll play a song from their youth and you can see you know they're dancing or Mm -hmm. moving and stuff and um it it's it's clear but i love the Mm -hmm. image of an anchor as something because i think Mm -hmm. life man it's such a good analogy because life is just like a a storm on the water sometimes (laughs) you know (laughs) and so like any kind of anchoring even if it isn't to a memory or and sometimes it could be you know i want to access something that was hard for me maybe i will go mm. back to that right. that music that i i listened to when i went through that breakup mm. or when someone passed away yeah. and let me let me feel this and try to un, you know get mm. unlock some of these feelings in me yeah. um and I, I actually had one guest one time on the podcast that uh we talked about lyrics certain lyrics hitting us mm. And oh, like, yeah. there's some lyrics that just like make you cry, like yeah. just t- turn it on. And mm. he, he was like, well, I would, he's, he suggested to me that if I, if I have a lyric like that, I should stop and like, not stop the song, but later mm. sit with it and really analyze what it was. What did that, mm. what, you know, like journal about it or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow. Yeah. There is like a next level of it too. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I feel yeah. this now. Can I go, let me learn about myself through yeah. the music. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting to do that. There is some lyrics, at least for me, where it just doesn't doesn't immediately make sense why they kind of hit me, but they do. Yeah, that's um, exactly it. Yeah, yeah, maybe I should try that too. And like, yeah, why? <laughs> why did that hit me? And sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's fine to just leave it as like an emotional connection. Like for some reason, it yeah. hits you. But yeah. also, as a if you're a curious person, to be like, you know, yeah. why? What is that about that? Yeah. Because you might get more information about yourself, and then mm. you walk around the world. And I think the reason I say things like this when it comes to you know self, mm. uh, just being introspective, yeah. is what you mentioned earlier about how much we live our lives based on our emotional reactions and emotional mm. state. And that's how we see the our lives. Yeah. And that's okay. We're never going to not have emotions. Those are totally mm. fine. But maybe knowing about them more would let us mm. engage with them different. So if I learn m- more about myself through a band, cool, that's an amazing access point. Mm. And maybe next time where I'm starting to feel that feeling, I'm like, oh, I know that feeling. And mm. now I can deal with it a little bit better than I could yeah. before when I'm just like, why am I crying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and sometimes it's, it's, um, you kind of need to learn how to deal with the, with the consequences of it, where, where some, some, um, some emotional reactions, the way you behave after those kind of, isn't the most healthy behavior right so if you can remove this kind of the the stress and just the tunnel vision that you have during those those emotional states then then maybe the reactions that you have after can can be better even even if those emotions and the 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 emotional state is still there um, Mm -hmm. maybe you will behave in more healthy ways at least 
Right. You can start building it just like we use the the soundtrack and the music as a toolbox. We can yeah. have these other tools. And the more yeah. we, I think, start to understand maybe not every why as to how we feel a certain way. We're never going to trace yeah. all of the threads down to the exact yeah. source. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, <laughs> but we're not, we're not here just to be detectives. We're here to feel things mm -hmm. as well, but yeah. that what you're saying and you know kind of what we're getting to is just this idea of having a different relationship with them and so let's say mm. i i lose it and i get mad and i yell mm. and then afterward if i can just take a pause and be like oh mm. what was it what why was yeah. and it might be something silly i might be like oh you were hungry yeah. exactly. that was it yeah <laughs> uh, you're saying a hot dog would have fixed it <laughs> yeah. like or whatever <laughs> like um, and so just starting to recognize that stuff and, you know, as, as what we've talked about, seeing how, how good music is as, uh, as kind of, uh, access point to all of these different mm. things to, to eventually kind of lead us to living a life that might, I won't, I don't want to say in our control because we're not really in total control at any point, but mm. just giving us an ability to kind of engage with it in a, in a healthier yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, what's funny is we're like almost 40 minutes in and I, I didn't ask really? any questions yet. I do. <laughs> I, I, and I do this all the time. And people who've, yeah. the people who listen to this know that that's when I know a podcast is good. Like that's what oh, I, yeah, cool. I, it's, you know, <laughs> I'm fine with asking. I, I prep stuff and then I'm like, you know mm -hmm. what? And sometimes yeah. I'll, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit here and no shade to any bands, but, um, I, I used to, like I said, I wrote for Damnation, so I'd do pretty traditional band interviews. Mm. Like, what was this? And what was that? And there would be like a quick back and forth, like a tennis yeah. game. Quick, quick, quick. And uh, I oftentimes find that bands come in with that mentality. Like, they're just ready to yeah. have an answer. Here's yeah. what we're talking about, the new <laughs> album. We're talking about a tour. And here's the end. Yeah. I've got all this stuff set up. So I do appreciate this. So I actually I like this more because it's just a real yeah. conversation. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Thank you for uh, for having such good good topics to talk about and for yeah. well for engaging you know, so well. Here's the problem. Here's the problem is if we're only forty minutes in, so I could still bomb <laughs> from here on. <laughs> I shouldn't have called it out because now I've stopped. I've stopped the the thing. But here, let's let's bring this. <clears throat> let's try to connect to this a little bit because mm -hmm. since you a lot a lot of what we've talked about is being a listener, a music listener, a fan. Yeah. But and and this can apply to creative people of any outlet. Yeah. So I'm going to use music for you. But if you're listening, mm -hmm. anyone. So as a person who has kind of committed their life to creating things, you know, being mm -hmm. in a band, is there any insight or life lessons or growth that you've noticed just through that experience, you know, through the output of it, not just listening mm -hmm. to it like we've been talking about? Yeah. There's there's a lot. Um, of course, all of the stuff that we've we've talked about, a lot of those lessons come also from from creating and not not just listening. But um, I think kind of the the be, being able to recognize different different moods, different. Um, different shades of emotions. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a big thing that has, that has kind of grabbed a hold of me. And 
of course that's that's in relation to creating art music in my case but it's also something that is very applicable to everyday life mm. because what, what we've kind of talked about how we can steer our emotional state with music i noticed that sometimes just the way the way the light is on the sky one day or the way the wind blows one day already that can be enough to kind of put me in one of those states and I can pinpoint which one and I can know what what is in that bucket you know mm -hmm. what what relates to that um and as a freelancer I have the freedom to to adjust my my days last minute most of the times so I can then kind of adjust so I get the most out of the day emotionally so that I go with the I go with the flow if 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 the if the wind puts me in this mood then I can adjust my day so that I get the most out of that so so maybe then I, I have a day at home of just researching and listening to that type of music that I used to listen to mm -hmm. when the Halloween weather was the same as it is today, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I was in my childhood room and there was a, there was a shelf with a built-in light and there was red wood and the way that light affected me, I can, I can like connect everything emotionally and we, so this is a, this is a long kind of rabbit hole, no, but we mentioned, yeah. we mentioned yeah. that, that, um, music can work as an anchor. So what this can do for me then is it, it can be an anchor for the state of mind that I was in at that time, because we all remember, and a lot of us mention it as, as well, that as a teenager, you think you know everything, hmm. then you grow up and you realize, you know, nothing. And everyone tells teenagers that they know nothing. And all teenagers say that they know everything. And, right. you know, I'm generalizing, but right. so if I follow along, if I follow this line and I'm back there, like, you know, and not only emotionally, but, but completely, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm sitting there 15 years ago, then I can bring some of those thoughts in. Mm -hmm and detach from just being a you know the static person here today and instead have you know me 15 years ago telling me that maybe this is what it's like right um so if you do that you can you can maybe bring back some lost thoughts mm -hmm. but look at them with a fresh mind and more humble mind and maybe realize that some of the stuff was legit you know and maybe some of the stuff was bullshit also right <laughs> well I, I mean this is uh, right up my alley first of all and it's okay, so cool. funny <laughs> it's like it's 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 so interesting because what i'm hearing you say is that you know with 
first of all, just awareness, mindfulness of recognizing, mm. you know, the wind and the things, and then rec- mm. the awareness to know how that impacts you. And then yeah. being able to then use that, like you have a, like a, you know, paint palette or something, and you can, you know, now mm. use that in a way, you know, or understand, let me not even say use it. Let's say now I understand what you're capable of that day. Like, hey, today I can sit at the kit for however long or today I need to do something else. Understanding Mm. that, like that level of awareness. And then what I really love is Mm. that that almost, I mean, it sounds like you're just doing inner child work. And so in in a way, like you're connecting with this past version of yourself, which still, and and I love this topic, still lives in there you know these memories create belief systems that create Mm. um perceptions and how we act and all this stuff Mm. so getting back in touch with with what is in there and Mm. we don't if you if if inner child feels too cheesy for someone then past experiences (laughs) that create beliefs um is so powerful that Mm. and and it's so interesting because i don't think a lot of us are told we can do that (laughs) you know yeah like yeah. you have, you have a childhood that, we, I mean, I'm not saying sometimes this is, you need a professional and you, you should, you know, talk to yeah. someone in a therapeutic um, atmosphere, but mm. in some cases it is something that you can do that you yeah. can sit, you can reconnect with through songs or through a movie mm. or through a taste, like you said, and then yeah. connect with that little version of you or that person, mm. that 15 know-it-all or, <laughs> or mm. whatever and Sprites. tell him yeah. tell him hey man like you're good or like support yeah. him yes. and like yeah. and i think just connecting in that sense like you just said is is mm. such a good thing so it's this this level of mindfulness awareness mm. and then like connecting with the self mm. and and detaching not detaching in a negative way but from mm. from this idea that you are just like this thing right now with the feelings mm. Especially because yeah. then you get caught in the idea that you are those feelings and that yeah. you don't have any control <laughs> over it. And it's like, no, yeah. no, like let's, let's, and it, it doesn't always work. And sometimes it's hard. Mm. I had, I remember a friend yeah. told me that once I had this uh, experience where I, 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 uh, it was in one of those uh, float tanks, those, uh, oh yeah, that, those deprivation tanks. Yeah. And I had this first recognition of of uh, a version of me when I was like three and like super shy oh. and scared and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And then I had it was very profound. I won't go into all the details, mm. but like it was very profound and but it was kind of upsetting. It like recognized mm. something something in me that was, and mm. I had a friend who was just like, you know, you can just talk to him whenever. I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> like you can go back in. Like you don't have to wait for it to come. Like, but yeah. what you're saying is that there are tools also to help you get in that headspace to help you yes. like, like here, cause if I just sit down and be like, I'm going to talk to me at 15. Mm. Okay. Someone was going to get up in like two seconds and be like, all right, dude, I don't, <laughs> what are you talking about? But sometimes these things like these, yeah. whatever it is, it could be a, make yourself the lunch that you had in middle school mm. or something, or listen to an old song. Exactly. Totally. Totally. And, and this, this, like you say, you can you can talk to your past self and 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 uh, you know give that person a pat on the back or or whatever you want to do. But that person can do the same for you as well. Mm-hmm. See this a lot with musicians where you know they remember when they were a teenager and they they thought they would they would 
you know, conquer the world as a, as a guitarist. And now they just, you know, they see this, these monster guitarists and they literally tell themselves and tell others that they're never going to be that good. Oh, I've that been there. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has, everyone has kind of had this, this thought, but then if you can have this conversation with your past self and, and your past self can remind you that, you know, you're pretty badass and I'm, I'm, I'm still here to conquer the world. You know, mm-hmm. you can have some of that fight return to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this doesn't have to be a past conversation with yourself either. We can go even deeper and it can be with other people in your life in their in, you know maybe some someone is is gone and you want to kind of remember them in detail while cooking a meal that they used to make you that can bring that back and doing that on one of those days where you remember that they would they would you know work from home and you were at home and it was raining outside and they cooked that meal and it wasn't very good and uh the sun went down pretty early. Then it was a storm or whatever, whatever. Well, then you kind of, in the same way that we bring ourselves back, you bring them back as well. Mm-hmm. So whatever wisdom or thoughts they might have had that you feel like maybe you could benefit from, you can access that as well. So it's it's really, really open. Um, and I know like you mentioned, it sounds like, you know, very, very out there, mm-hmm. but it's, you're just, you're just traveling in memories. Like that's all it is. And there is, there is a lot of stuff that we think we forget, but it's, it's, it's there. And if we can just travel there, unlock pieces of it, there is, it can do a lot of good, a lot of good. Right. Because there's emotions attached to all those memories and there's feelings. And then sometimes those feelings turn into fears and all this other stuff. So I'm not saying you can scrub them clean. Maybe that's that's a Mm. bit of a bold statement, but you could look at them and you can try to dust it off and say, okay, I and I think that's that's really, really good. And I've actually never really thought Mm. about conversations with other people. You know, because it doesn't even have to be someone who's passed away. It could be some yeah. situation that's stuck with you and you need to handle exactly. it differently. You can internally. Totally. It's totally. just, it's this whole, we have this whole internal landscape that yeah. that can kind of, when accessed through many of the things we've talked about, can then mm-hmm. shift your external perception. Mm. Yes. And that's what's so yeah. crazy about it is it's like I walk around the world thinking that it's just external to internal, you know? Mm traffic made me mad this you know this yeah. food wasn't like or like you know i'm happy when this good thing happens i'm mad mm. when this bad thing happens mm. when in actuality it's it's filtering through all mm. of our experiences and yeah. all of our perception and it's just so understanding this and having mm. these types of um thoughts or conversations with yourself and yeah. your your past i think is so so valuable i didn't i I never Mm. really expanded it to others so Mm. you just gave me some homework cool cool (laughs) (laughs) because i'm gonna do it and you should be and if let's say it's too 
abstract you could you could write a letter you could jot it if you're more exactly. concrete like this could be there's yeah. so many different tools to do totally. that um i mean write a letter to your 15 year old self or write mm. a letter to you now as the 15 year old self like yeah like you said sometimes it's simple like maybe it, it what doesn't mm. even have to be a creative endeavor that you think you should be better at or or mm. you think you should have gotten further in your career or whatever mm. sometimes I, I thought that this is an old thought that kind of first started me into the mm. self-reflection is I would say, you know, I would sit there and I would judge myself for where I was in my life. And then I'd mm. be like, Hey, you know, we, we can, you know, get pizza whenever we want. We can watch yeah. movies as late as we want. Like all the things yeah. that eight year old me would have been like, <laughs> our life is the exactly. best. Yes. Like, <laughs> I can do that now. And not to say I have to continuously do that, but just reminding mm. myself that like, there's different parts of me that would be thrilled with where we've gotten. Mm. Yes, exactly. I actually had one of those moments like a, a week ago where uh -huh. I was I was up a bit too late playing video games. Then uh -huh. I sent a meme to a friend at like four in the morning. And then they responded like the day after, what are you doing sending memes at four in the morning? The life of a musician. <laughs> then I was right. like, yes. Actually, right. yes. <laughs> you did <Damn>. it. <laughs> you you made it. You video games and <laughs> drums and and coal chamber yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you made it. That exactly. that version of us would be very happy with and it and even yeah. proud. Like it doesn't even just have to be as mm. simple as that. Like there's there's you know, I was a very shy kid and you know, I'm mm. even this podcast, you know, is is something I probably wouldn't have expected I would be able to do. It's yeah. like, so like, cool, good job. You're talking to people yes. without crying, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. So there's, there's all different versions and all different mm. ways we can kind of engage in that way. I think that's really, really good. That's really funny. Yeah. That you recognize it through video games. <laughs> at yeah. But sometimes it feels like I should kind of recognize it when, when, you know, I meet some idols and they, mm. they praise me and I'm like, wow, this is mind blowing. But instead it's like this, this small Right. meme event where right just kind of triggers something <laughs> and that's that that just proves what we're saying that we can you get this these access points in all different ways mm. yes. and sometimes yeah. they're expected sometimes they're not sometimes there's mm. like intention involved like sitting down and writing a letter and sometimes you just yeah. realize it when the wind blows the right way mm. and or when it blows the wrong way and you have to just be yeah. kind of okay with how you feel and be like, Oh, I get it. Exactly. That's fine. Let's let's yeah. maybe tonight we'll play a little bit more video games for you because yeah. you know, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. That's, That's so right. Good. That's totally right. Yeah. And, and speaking about uh writing letters, I have a thing recently that I'm 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 gonna give it a shot. And that is um writing letters to some influential people just thanking them basically um because there's there's there have been some some people that have followed me through my through me growing up um mm. by by distance maybe someone i've been watching on youtube or uh, someone i recently discovered or whatever it could be and just kind of sending a letter of appreciation um mm. Maybe it won't reach a lot of them, but if one of them reads it and gets some some joy in their day, right? And I think that's that's um nice ways to just in a in a small way connect with with someone who you feel have 
has done good for you and for others. Right. And there's something I think about taking the time to write it down, yes. to put it in the, the envelope, send all the intention that goes into that rather than a, a yeah. DM or whatever. Um, yeah. I think that probably assists in the, the, the meaningfulness of it. And when mm. you said that, I'm like, man, it doesn't even, you could do that to friends. Exactly. Totally. Like totally. it could be anybody. Like if someone's sitting yeah. at home, like, well, I don't have a, mm. I'm not in the same position. So you have people in your life that you could write yeah. to and shoot, if you want to write and then you feel like it's too vulnerable, keep it. You still mm. did the practice exactly. of like gratitude and show or expressing yeah. yourself. Like, mm. man, you could start the letter nice and it could turn into a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just berating the person, but that's okay. Just keep yeah. it, throw it away. Like you got something yeah. out. Like, and I think that's, that's yeah. Yeah. That's good. We should write yeah. more letters. People should write more yes. letters. I think that's for sure. Every, every <laughs> once in a while, I'll like get something for a friend and like can mm. can actually send them. Like maybe I go to a concert that they are in another state and I grab them a t-shirt or something. Mm. Versions of that or, you know, find a book. And I don't do it mm. often, but whenever I do it, it feels kind of special. Like yeah. it feels like yes. yeah, you're going to get this thing in the mail and it's like, you know, just a random <laughs> Christmas. Like it's going to be good. Yeah. So that's I cool. totally agree with that. That's that's a very yeah. good practice. <laughs> um, so we're we're approaching an hour, um, oh, yeah. which is usually around where I keep it. But here's what I want to yeah. do. I have two questions yeah. that I always ask at the end, right? Okay. But I also recently, if you want to play along, I found this website lately. Like, with, okay. I think the last time was the first time I did this was the last podcast I did. That's mm -hmm. a random question generator. All right. Nice. So I, I have no idea. I have no idea what this is going to be. <laughs> and I decided that I might not do this every time, but if I feel yeah. a good vibe with someone, I'm gonna. So let's see what this is. Let's see what this cool. says. What dumb accomplishment are you most proud of? Oh, ah, all right. So I managed to, to get a job offer as a, uh, as a psychic, as a medium, what? uh, based on tarot cards and i oh. have no idea about any of that stuff i was making Wait. stuff up uh, and i got the job and i declined i'm not into oh that God. stuff and i i was literally just kind of sitting in the we were recording drums for witness so i was sitting yeah. in the in the hotel room and just like typing random stuff one of the tasks was to uh to give a psychic reading to three people and it was online so they would say not even their names just like a has a brother who is going through something give him some advice and i would just say random stuff and they were like that's amazing that's perfect oh <laughs> my god you're hired that's, that's amazing a pretty random accomplishment that has this just based on luck you know, I, you know, I'm, I, I hear you and I, I don't, I mean, I'm the, the psychic and, and I think any way mm. that we can look in ourselves, if you use tarot cards mm. to reflect, find, yeah. if you use tarot cards to tell you what to do, not as mm. much, but yeah. I, what I love about this, and I'm going to give you some credit where you don't think you deserve any. <laughs> um, I think that part of your um, self-inquiry and becoming aware and just being like, you know, compassionate with yourself and learning about yourself has probably made you a little bit more so externally too. So yeah. <laughs> you might just be saying what you think is totally random, but it mm. probably 
probably land, you know, I could land with someone who's like, oh, this is meaningful to me, you know? And so I I do think the work like that kind of pays off and you, I don't think you're psychic. I'm not saying that, (laughs) (laughs) but I think that just, you know, knowing yourself better probably leads to that, but that's hysterical. Mm. You should have just quit Vola and started being an online psychic. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's hysterical. All right, let's do one more. You want to do one more random? Yes. All right. If you lost all of your possessions but one, what would you want it to be? Hmm. That's a good question. Going through the inventory in your head? Yes. Hmm. What will I keep? Um, You get one thing. One thing. Let's say... Let's actually just go with this. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Just for the people who are audio only, what did you do? And actually, actually, I don't know exactly what that is. It's, so ex- it's like a fluffy little octopus. So just a stuffed octopus. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a yeah. character from something. It's just a, oh, oh, okay. So <laughs> we have, let's, let's cover this. We have a, a stuffed octopus a tiny handheld size stuffed octopus that has a smiley face but you can also turn it inside out and it has a frowny face so we're not far from our theme here of emotions (laughs) and recognizing how we feel exactly so i i love that that's how that turned out um not keeping your drums you just got a stuffed octopus just a just a psychic with his octopus <laughs> yes that's right it has some uh, it connects me to some nice memories that's really awesome so, i like yeah. that a lot it's a good answer okay so the questions <laughs> i usually ask at the end mm-hmm. um one is is i started this podcast because i i i like to share things that i think are valuable whether they're practices Mm. or or philosophies or spiritual stuff or music Mm. or books and i think a lot of people Mm. do we love to share we have to like check this song out check this tv show out or you should you (laughs) should do this or whatever journal Mm. or whatever it is so i always allow the guests to give a suggestion whether it be as simple as a song or a movie you saw (laughs) or something like a practice that is you know, benefit your life in some way. And if you have a couple, mm-hmm. feel free. Don't feel barred by that question, yeah. however you want to answer it. All right. Well, I love movies. Mm-hmm. I love shows. I love games. So I would go with some of those. Okay. Movie, The assassina- Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Fantastic, okay. fantastic movie. With uh, Brad Pitt in the lead role, uh, very dramatic and sad movie. Warmly recommend it. Um, I love Battlestar Galactica as a TV mm. show. That's fantastic, and uh, maybe the the topics explored in it are very uh, relevant today. Mm. Um, and there is a. Uh, game that I really like and it's called Detroit Become Human Hmm. and it also yes very cool name also deals with some some current 
current topics, but it deals with decision-making and choices. So okay. I find cool. that very interesting. Cool. That's, I, I'm not familiar with, uh, I know I've heard of the movie, but I've never seen it. Yeah. So that I'll have to check out. And I, yeah, those are good suggestions. Those are good suggestions. I'm just going to throw in because we've gone on so many tangents about exploring yeah. the self that I'm going to suggest Vola. Please listen to Vola. <laughs> like I promise you dabble in a couple albums, just go to Spotify and, and check it out. Cause uh, I, I, I personally, I can, I can say that without lying that this is one of my favorite current bands. Um, so I'm just going to tag that on because I know we haven't <laughs> talked about the band that much. Yeah. So, so I have to throw that in. But my last question is based on the story of Peter Pan and mm-hmm. as the the Lost Boys in Neverland and they get some pixie dust sprinkled on them and then they think of a happy thought and that's what lifts them up. That's what makes them fly. So what would your happy mm-hmm. thought be? Hmm. Making people happy. Okay, good. good a, one. Makes me happy. <laughs> that's, that, that's a good one. That's a really good one because it's a lot of times people think of particular memories or, or particular experiences, hmm. which that is an experience, but that is hmm. that is very good because you read that you read that in a lot of the the spiritual texts and stuff that you think are going to be these steep philosophies. And a lot yeah. of them say, no, if you're, if you're kind outwardly, it, it, it comes back and not yeah. eventually, yeah. not like I'm going to get paid interest no. on my kindness, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like the, yeah. the immediate joy of, of, mm. of, you know, making people happy. And I, I'm going to add yeah. one thing to that, that I've been mm. thinking of lately um, <clears throat> is how often we have the choice to allow someone's joy. Like if mm. someone's happy about something, or yeah. some excited about something. And let's mm. say you don't even like it. Let's say they're like, oh man, I love the new Metallica record. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> and like, <laughs> they're never going to listen to this. So they won't know. But mm. um, instead of, there are times to have a conversation. Let's say it's a friend mm. and you're going to have a chat about the album or whatever. But mm. also you could just let them love it. Exactly. You could just, you That's could just right. be like, oh, cool, man. I'll check it out or whatever. Like yeah. there's a time and a place to to say, yeah, I'm not as much into it. And there's a kind way yeah. of saying it, but I've been thinking mm-hmm. about that a lot about yeah. just allowing people their own joy. Like, yeah, don't, don't take yeah. it from anyone. Like you said, you're exactly. giving it out, but also just don't mm-hmm. stop it. Why stop it? If somebody's yeah. exactly. dancing at the grocery store, let's yeah. just let them dance at the grocery store or whatever it is. Like yeah. if you think it's weird what they're doing, mm-hmm. if it's joyful and not hurting anyone, yeah. don't take it. Exactly. That's that's very interesting that you say that. I've had the the same the same kind of thought, um, and and it's it's almost like when you remove someone's joy, it, to me it's it's uh, it can be pretty pretty heartbreaking, um, and it's sometimes I I see I see the the child behind that person. Like imagine if you would see that they are physically a child. Mm. And you just break their joy that would break your heart but for some reason just because we've lived a few years longer then it's okay yeah that's that's uh that's very odd to me <laughs> yeah you know i i love that and i actually try to do that as well but i i it's one of those things that i don't practices as much as i preach like i it slips mm. away so easily yeah and, th- and that's okay all these things slip away and then we remember them yeah. again but I have exactly. a I have a four year old niece, and I'll often mm. think about that. Like everyone is that per- they're all my yeah. four year old nieces. Like, what would I do yeah. if that was her? Oh, yeah. I would 
there's no way I would take away mm. something that she's enjoying. Like, why yeah. would you do that? And to say it mm. like, like you said, maybe we have beards now, so we're allowed to mm. take joy from people. <laughs> what, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, like everybody. And that's, what's really funny is I also think about it like this, where I think, okay, well, we think we're so old. Mm. I don't know exactly how old you are. I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm in my higher thirties now. And mm. like, I think I've, you know, or someone in their sixties or seventies is old. Mm. But when, when we look at how, how long the earth has been around, the universe has been yeah. around humans are, you're barely above four years old. Like, yeah, exactly. like you're only like a <laughs> handful of years above four. And you think yeah. that you've passed up all the stuff from your four-year-old self. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. So like, <laughs> and to picture, to then put that outside yourself and to other people that's right and be like oh that's so that right. person's yelling they're scared why does a four-year-old mm. yell because they're scared mm. of something they're 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 yeah. scared you're going to take the thing that they love or whatever it is yeah okay so that's now right. they're they're no longer just this terrible person that has mm. a different opinion than me they're mm. a four-year-old who had a different experience than me and is yeah. now scared exactly and then, then yeah. you have to then you engage with the world in a whole new way yes yeah totally totally yeah, that's great. I'm glad you said that. It reminded me of something <laughs> that I've tried to practice. These are, this is a good conversation. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that I already was I've already yeah. thought, but not mm. hasn't totally taken full grip. So I love these. Yeah. Just like just like when we said with the music, when you listen to a mm. band that somehow mirrors your experience, you connect mm. with them. So yeah. that also goes for individuals. You know, if I talk yes. to someone who I'm like, oh, yes, yes, I get mm. it. That, that, that. Then yeah. you're just reminding me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now I get to, yeah. you know, I feel a little seen and I feel like yeah. I can, you know, have a better grasp on those concepts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that uh... makes sense. That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for it's, sure. It makes sense that I like your band and that I like you. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> cool. um, so you just got you just got me for at least two more Vola albums without yeah. any judgment. I don't care. Add this. Cool. <laughs> add some spine shank riffs and some yes. machine head grooves, and I'm gonna be all in. So, nice. um, all right. Well, is, is there anything else you wanted to share, or you feeling good? Uh, feeling good. It's it's been a really nice nice talk. Thank you for uh, for having me and for. Uh, for mm -hmm. uh, discussing so so openly and was mm -hmm. was really nice and it, for me too it it kind of reminds me of some things and brings some stuff back um mm -hmm. yep yeah now it's been really really a pleasure so thank you very much for cool. that yeah yeah thank you and i will let me i'm going to stop this recording and then i'm going to get a couple other podcast related stuff that no one else gets cool. to hear so thank you again <laughs> thank you Thanks for listening. Remember, you are always everything. Bye.